64 years ago, on December 4th, 1958, Auntie Mame premiered at Radio City Music Hall. It had first come to the stage starring Rosalind Russell. She brought it to the film. She, I mean, well, she continued with the film. Morton DaCosta directed a screenplay by, screenplay by Betty Comden and Adolph Green, based on Auntie Mame by Patrick Dennis and by Jerome Lawrence and Robert Eden Lee. The difference between the book and the film in the in the film, life is a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death. In the book, most poor sons of bitches are um was it life is a banquet and most poor sons of bitches are starving to death. Now live. My friend Joey would like that because he's the one who told me to read the book because they say that in the book. Oh my goodness. 64 years ago. Classic, iconic 
Rosalind Russell as Mame Dennis. Forrest Tucker as Beauregard. Jackson Pickett Burnside. You can tell I've watched the film many times. Carl Brown as Vera Charles. Fred Clark as Dwight Babcock. Roger Smith as Patrick Dennis, older. He was um, married to uh, Anne-Margaret up until his death a few years ago. Patrick Knowles as Lindsay Wolseley. Peggy Cass as Agnes Gooch. Jan Hanslick as Patrick Dennis Younger. Joanna Barnes as Gloria Upson. She was in um, The Parent Trap, the original and the remake. Pippa Scott as Peggy Ryan. Lee Patrick as Doris Upson. Willard Waterman as Claude Upson. Robin Hughes as Brian O'Banion. Connie Glithurst as Nora Muldoon. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. Just classic right there. Classic. Yuki Shimoda as Ito. Brooke Byron as Sally Cato McDougal. Um, Harry Brandon as... Acacia's Page. Oh, my God. This fucking film. I loved it. Mm. Oh, by the way, Lee Patrick was in The Maltese Falcon. Just letting you know. She plays a kind of nasty character in Auntie May. Uh, Morton DaCosta directed the stage adaption, which ran from October 1956 through June of 1958 for 639 performances. Rosalind Russell originated the role of Mame and was nominated for a 1957 Tony Award for Best Performance by a Leading Actress in a Play. She played Mame until January 20th, 1958, when Greer Garson took over the part. Russell, Peggy Cass, Yuki Shimoda, and John Heslick, Jan Helsnick reprised their roles in the film. Mm. I love this film. I love it. I mean, it's ep- It's long and it's epic. Get ready. This film is 143 minutes, almost three hours. Um, God, this film. This film was just... I mean, it takes place during the, the, the crash of 1929. Let's just keep going with the film and I'll, and I'll speak about it. By the way, this is the Dr. Zeus film podcasts you know i don't want to bore you just oh my god podcasts all about me anti-mame in fact i have life is a banquet engraved on my tablet dorky i know oh, take your shoes off darling it's like removing your hat in america <sighs> before the sukiyaki and the lord can I try some of that jam? Jam? That blackberry jam. Oh, of course, darling. Actually, it's sort of a fishberry jam. It's called caviar. Oh. Some pickled octopus. Raw fish tails. It's salty, kind of, but I like it. Good, well, darling. You have wonderful taste. <laughs> <laughs> This is my little boy. Patrick, I want you to be the star. One of the great ladies of the theater and Auntie Mame's dearest friend, Vera Charles. Hello. How do you do? She just loves little boys. (laughs) Who's he? Oh, that's a Lithuanian bishop, darling. Doesn't speak a word of English. Stimulating man. Oh, your grace. Oh, he's such a darling and so worldly for a man of God. And so everything in the universe 
is composed of the elements of Aristotle. Thus man himself is fire, dust, and air mingled with water. Acacius, darling, this is my little nephew, Patrick. This is Mr. Page, dear. Notice autom. That means know thyself. Mr. Page is a great educator, and he runs a school down in the village where they do all sorts of advanced things. Oh, Acacius, do you think you might find room for Patrick? For him, yes. Ah. In this boy, I see already the fire, dust, and air. Well, we'll just add water and stir. Well, do you think you might want to go there, darling? Do they wear uniforms in your school? In my school, young man, we wear nothing. Oh, it's heaven. It'll stimulate his psyche and stir up his libido. What's libido, Auntie oh, it's Mary? perfectly simple, darling. Libido is... Uh, well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Every time you hear a word you don't understand, dear, you take this pad and pencil and write it down. Later on, Auntie Mame will explain it to you. I'm off, Mame. Lindsay. Lindsay, this is Patrick. Patrick, I want you to meet Lindsay Woolsey, the publisher, Nautilus Books. Hello. Hello, young man. Circulate, darling, circulate. Well, Mame, new man in your life, eh? Ah. Little Patrick. <laughs> Guess I won't be seeing much of you. Oh, nonsense, Lindsay. We'll be going to the zoo, the aquarium, the Philharmonic. We'll be together constantly, the three of us. That's exactly what I had in mind. Well, good night, Mame, good night. thanks. Uh, what... <laughs> See what I mean? Very open to everything. That's why I liked Auntie Mae. That's why a part of me identified with that character. I thought, oh my God, it's so bohemian. And that famous moment where she gives him the pet, tells him to circulate. Here's the results of her telling him to walk around and hear you know the the verbiage that he's hearing that he's not used to oh he gives it to her and she tries to describe what his mind wants to learn really get to know each other well now read me all the words you don't understand libido inferiority complex stinko blotto Free love, bathtub gin, monkey glands, Karl Marx. Is he one of the Marx brothers? <laughs> oh, oh, no, dear, no. She lasts pretty good tonight, Missy. Marie Antoinette room again? Yes, perhaps she'll wake up without a head tomorrow. Oh, Anito, get that dog of a dress off her. Me, Baccarin. <laughs> Is the English lady sick, Auntie Mae? She's not English, darling. She's from Pittsburgh. She sounded English. Well, when you're from Pittsburgh, you have to do something. <laughs> now, no, where will we? Narcissistic, lysistrata, cubism, squift, neurotic, heterosexual. Oh, my, 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 what an eager little mind. You won't need some of these words for months and months. But your vocabulary does need working on. Didn't your father ever talk to you? Hardly ever. I only saw him at breakfast time. Well, what did he say then? He usually said, pipe down, kid, the old man's hung. Uh, that's succinct. Uh, well, uh, uh, what did you do in Chicago for fun? Well, Nora took me to the movies every Saturday afternoon, and I played Parcheesi with the drumman once in a while until he got fired. Oh, dear, didn't they ever do anything cultural for you in Chicago? Well, never mind. Your Auntie Mame is going to open doors for you, Patrick. Doors you never even dreamed existed. Oh, what times we're going to have. Now, what on earth did I do with that will? Now, it's here someplace. Ah, here we are. Well, now, get Marjong lesson hair done fitting. That can't be it. Oh, oh yes, 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 it is it. 
Oh, dear, this is a legal-looking document. There's a lot of falderal here about the Knickerbocker Bank and some Mr. Babcock who's been appointed your trustee. Oh, I see what that means. I have the responsibility and your trustee has the authority. Nora took me to a movie once about a trustee. There was a big prison break and the trustee saved the warden's little daughter. Oh, this isn't the kind of trustee that lives in prison, dear, as a rule. Mr. Babcock, well, we'll tackle him in our own good time. Now, Patrick, is your Auntie Mame anything like you expected? No, ma'am. The only picture I ever saw of you was with a shawl and a rose in your teeth. Like a Spanish lady. It's in my suitcase that's coming. But didn't your father ever say anything to you? Tell you anything about me before he died? Yes, ma'am. Oh, and what was it? Oh, come now, my little love. You must always be perfectly frank with your auntie name. Well, my father said, since you're my only living relative, I might be living with you someday. And... Well? But that to be left in your hands was a fate he wouldn't wish on a dog. That? What's that, Auntie Mame? That is a B, darling. The first letter of a seven-letter word that means your late father. Come, child. I'll show you to your room. It's a cozy little nook, darling. And my loom is by the window. Uh, do you like to weave, dear? Huh? You can sit at it by the hour. I have instructions from a descendant of Pocahontas. I began with an enormous rug. It's that bell pull by the fireplace. Your own little den. Oh. oh, how stupid of me. I gave up weaving for sculpture. Well, that is, a sculptor friend of Auntie Mame's used this room for about six months. A divine man. Such talented fingers. But, oh, what he did to my bust. Oh, that's the head, you know. I, I guess it's not quite ready yet. I know the Marie Antoinette room. Only Lovira's in there. You better camp out with me for tonight, dear. Oh. Now, I want to pull away because the way she says camp, oh, it's camp. Auntie Mame is the camp de camp. There is a lot of stuff going on. It has a big gay following. Of course, there is Mame, the stage play, uh, where Angela Lansbury originated the musical role, and then they made it into a film with Lucille Ball, who can't sing, and it turned to shit. It turned to shit. But the film, the film has never been remade. It is a classic. Uh, I know that at one point Cher wanted to do it. Um, but I, I found the film so, so hilarious. Some hideous man from the Knickerbocker Bank is about to descend upon me like a vulture and rob me of my child. He's coming here in the middle of the night. Oh, that moon's bright. Spiro, will you stop being silly? Don't you realize I have got to make the right impression? You have no idea how I mean, the film, the film is just this colorful moment. Uh, these vignettes of things that are going on and I mean I don't I don't want to play too much for you um so but I will play some important moments for you that are just magical 
Just configuring and writing details. Uh, look here, would you excuse me for a minute? I want to skittle out and pay off that nice taxi man so he can get along home to his family. You mean to say you left a taxi meter running in the middle of the Depression? <laughs> well, ma'am, I'm in oil. It just keeps on gushing. and not much I can do about it. Uh, look, I'm all alone here in this fair metropolis of yours, and, well, if you wouldn't consider me too presumptuous, I'd be most honored if you'd let me square you out to dinner tonight. No, thank you. No, we're having a Christmas celebration. I can't leave my little family. Oh, sure. Well, I, <laughs> I can understand that. I'm knee deep in family myself. Got acres and acres of them. You ought to come down, George, away one day. I'd like to have you meet them all. I think you just love Peckerwood. Peckerwood? Who's Peckerwood? Oh no, ma'am. That's the name of my little old plantation. Uh, say, maybe just for tonight, I could be part of your little old family, and, and you know we all have dinner together. No, really, I'm not dressed. I don't oh, want you to look go fine, man. You don't have to worry not about that. You know, just a little powder on that nose, and you look... Just fine. Uh, look here, I'll, I'll tell that nice taxi man to wait. Yeah. Marry him, Mondeman, and he asks you. No, other man. What's his name, Auntie you don't even know his name. Of course I do. Family, we are about to break bread with Beauregard, Jackson, the, 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 the Pickett Burns. <laughs> Nora, get your coat. Eo, change your jacket. <laughs> Darling, now hurry, hurry. And you better bring your scarf. It's cold outside. <laughs> Nora, don't forget to take your apron off. just going to give you this wee thing at dinner. Oh, Nora, you're an angel. Now, wait, wait, there must be one for you, too. Ah, me never believe in Santa Claus. Me beginning to change mine. <laughs> well, I never did think Santa Claus would have a southern accent. Merry Christmas from Manny, Mo, and Jack, your credit clothier. Now, Merry Christmas to you all, Manny, Mo, and Jack, and happy... Interesting, isn't it? Peckerwood. <laughs> oh, no. There's so much to Auntie Mame that I could reveal to you, but I'll save the best for last, that you can watch it for yourselves and enjoy it. And, um, oh, my God, this film. You know, I, I want to... This is the late Robert Osborne talking about Auntie Mame. Hi, thanks for joining us on TCM. I'm Ben Mankiewicz with a special presentation, one I'm certain every longtime TCM fan will appreciate. Wednesday nights in July are focused on feel-good films. I'm being helped all month by our other TCM hosts. Dave Carger kicked it off on the first Wednesday of the month. Then Jacqueline Stewart joined me last week. Next week, Eddie Muller will be here. Then Alicia Malone closes it out. Since there are five Wednesdays in July, we had one open night on the schedule, and we thought we'd turn it over to the most important host TCM has ever had, Robert Osborne, who died in 2017 after 23 years introducing movies here. Up first from 1958, Roz Russell and Auntie Mame with an introduction from February of 2011 by TCM host Robert Osborne. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Robert Osborne. On our TCM menu tonight are actors who've earned Oscar attention when they recreated one of their stage performances on the big screen. Next, we have Rosalind Russell with the flamboyant, audacious, zany, and very endearing Auntie Mame. Role that brought Ros Russell both a Tony Award nomination for performances made on Broadway and it brought her an Academy Award nomination for her work in the film version. Now, it's a character who first came to life in 1955 on the pages of a very funny book by Patrick Dennis, all about an orphan nine-year-old boy living with an outrageous madcap aunt. As a book, Annie Mame was an immediate bestseller, and in 1956, it was transferred to the Broadway stage. became a triumph there as well, with Rosalind Russell perfectly cast as the delightful title character, Mame Dennis. And when it came time to make this film version in 1958, Warner Brothers Studios basically hired the same Broadway team to redo their magic on film. Martin Acosta, who directed the play, was hired to direct the movie as well, even though he had never directed a movie before. They also hired three members of the original Broadway supporting cast to recreate their roles in the movie. Chance Hanslick, who plays Auntie Mame's young nephew. Also the very funny Piggy Cass, who plays Mame's frumpy yet devoted secretary, Agnes Gooch. And Yuki Shimoda, who's Mame's houseboy, Ito. More importantly, there was never any question as who would play Mame on film, Rosalind Russell was a given, and it turned out to be the greatest success of her film career. The film was wildly successful at the box office, received six Oscar nominations. In the final tally, it didn't win any Oscars. Ros lost the Best Actress Award to Susan Hayward that year in I Want to Live. But for many moviegoers, nothing topped Auntie Mame in 1958. Here it is, the movie Wonder Fleet, adapted for the screen by Adolph Green and Betty Comden, Auntie Mame. Rosalind Russell earned a Best Actress Oscar nomination for her role as Auntie Mame. It was the fourth of her career. She loved playing the role. And to tell you more about that, once again, from 2011, here's Robert Osborne. What a funny movie that is. One of the best. Rosalind Russell, you know, was sent a typewritten copy of the novel Auntie Mame before it was even published. And understandably, she immediately fell in love with the character of Mame Dennis. One reason, she said, is because the character of Mame reminded her of her own sister, Clara, who she adoringly called the Duchess. Roz said the Duchess possessed the same qualities of total sophistication and absolute naivete that makes Mame so endearing. The character of Mame, of course, lived on beyond this 1958 film. Composer Jerry Herman turned it into a 1966 Broadway musical called simply Mame which starred Angela Lansbury, which then became a 1974 movie with Lucille Ball. But Rosalind Russell always remained so identified with that role that her autobiography was called Life is a Banquet, and a book on Rosalind Russell's life by Bernard Dick is called Forever Mame. That was Robert Osborne from February 2011 with his closing remarks to Auntie Mame. I noticed once again how Robert managed to do what I can't, call Rosalind Russell Ros. Coming up, more Robert Osborne. He'll have Judy Garland and Margaret O'Brien. Judy and Margaret to Robert in another feel-good film, this one from MGM in 1944. Well, the basic plot for Auntie Mame is that it's an eccentric woman who lives in New York City at uh, a 
and Beekman Place, and she has a brother who has a small child, and he dies, and of course the only living relative is Mame, who then inherits this child to raise the child and take care of it. Didn't you get my telegram from Chicago saying we'd arrive at 6 o'clock today? Oh, no, no, that's not possible. No, your telegram said October 1st, that's tomorrow. This is September 31st. No, tis the first. Curse the evil day. Everybody goes 30 days of September. Do not... Mame does everything in her being to teach this child culture and life. Basically, that eccentric gay man. You know, I have a, you know, a, a, an auntie uncle, you know, kind of a thing in, in America. But it definitely shapes his life. And of course, they go through their ups and downs. But in the end, he realizes how wonderful Mame is. And she can raise a child. But her life was completely different and didn't expect to fall in love with this child or create this lifestyle or how it would change hers. It's pretty amazing. Well, now, read me all the words you don't understand. Libido, inferiority complex, stinko, blotto, free love, bathtub gin, monkey glands, Karl Marx. Is he one of the Marx brothers? Oh, oh no, dear, no. Rosalind Russell's just amazing anyway. And, and the great thing about her is that she had done Auntie uh, Mame on Broadway prior to doing the movie, which is rare because usually someone who does the play, they hire some Hollywood actress to do it. But since she dabbled in both, it was great to see her in that role. Glory's from a very conservative family, good stock, and she doesn't have to know about a lot of things that ordinary mortals simply don't have to know about. Should she know that I think you've turned into one of the most beastly, bourgeois, babbity little snobs on the eastern seaboard? Or will you be able to make that quite clear without any help from me? My absolute favorite scene is when Mame decides to do a play because she needs money. It's the Big Depression. And so her good friend Vera Charles, who's the drunk, who is really kind of me in real life, who then is taking her into a production of Midsummer Madness. And it's kind of like a summer stock production. And she's got a 10-second walk-on roll. Reginald, to do such a thing, to dash away together like this would be mad. Quite devastating. And so that's Blanc, uh, Bianca Del Rio, drag queen, talking about why she loves Auntie Mame. And see, it's it's a bevy of different characters who love this character. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so the, the girl who wanted him from the South, you know, Maine was trying to, you know, do what she can to be as genteel. <laughs> and she said, well, I'm just going to hold my breath uh, for you, ma'am. And what did ma'am say? Do that, sugar. Do that. Okay? You just got to love it. We love the, 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 the everything of that. But we are live stream. It's a beautiful day this day. And so there are these women are also talking about Auntie Mame. Auntie Mame is just one of those films where it's so timeless. You watch it now. I could see why, you know, a couple of years ago, Cher wanted to do it. Now, I could see that. Not so much as a musical, though, as, as a dramatic and a comedic film, because remember, Cher has an Oscar for Moonstruck, you know? Um, but oh my god, the original, you know, 
they've never 64 years later they've never redone the original film they've turned you know broadway play and the musical but it, it holds up i mean i absolutely love the film it is hilarious there are moments in it where you're like oh my god i can't believe they're doing that there's a lot of shit funny shit going on and i want you all to just watch it 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 is one of my top five i i always have it at number one i have three films in the number one position anti-mame is one of them because in my in my universe you can have as many as you want at number one you know um it it's a film that makes me smile it makes me laugh and no matter even if i'm down in the dumps 20 years ago when i was watching it i you know come on let's let's get real and i would just watch it and it made me feel better and it was it it was a magical film i'm really at a loss for words and how much i love this film and i love that character and rosalind russell at that point she was not a young woman anymore and was just going to do the stage. And then thankfully they turned it, the, the, you know, it's a play and then they turned it into a film and she got to play it. And, and I think that was so amazing. You know, many people knew her for, you know, his girl Friday and the women and picnic and my sister Eileen. And, but what she was able to do was to once again give us a very iconic character. And she didn't win the Oscar. She lost it to Susan Hayward. I've seen I Want to Live, and it's like, eh. You know, com comedies don't always win. They don't always win. There is a, a really great moment where I know that she was giving an Oscar to Marie Chevalier, Maurice Chevalier, and he says, Can I hug you, Auntie Mame? Because he called her Auntie Mame. That is such a beautiful thing. I love this film. I will always love this film. It is such a magical experience. It really, Auntie Mame really is an experience. You know how a horror film is an escalator ride? Auntie Mame is this this trip. and And you take it and you... And it changes you and it wows you. And um it truly is a it is a, it is a crazy, crazy, trippy experience. It's hilarious. She means well. And then there's the sentimental moments because at the end of the day, it also shows that that's her family, and they're not all blood related, just her and Patrick. But she's got Nora, and she's got Ito, and she's got Agnes Gooch, and Acacia's Page, and Vera Charles. And Patrick says, well, you know, Auntie Mamie, this is a family thing. And she says, they are our family. That's something right there. And that's in 1958. Very profound. Ah, just very amazing. And so, yes, Auntie Mame premiered uh december 4th 1958 at uh radio city music hall and then was released wide december 27th 1958 it has 
an amazing legacy. Um, it was the second highest grossing film of 1958 because it was such an amazing comedy. It won um, Best Motion Picture Comedy at the Golden Globes along with Best Motion Picture Actress Comedy for Rosalind Russell. It was nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards, Best Actress, Rosalind Russell, Best Supporting Actress, Peggy Cass, Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing. It really was a great film. The AFI recognized it in 2000, 100 Years, 100 Laughs. At, it's at 94. 2005, 100 Years, 100 Movie Quotes. It's, uh, I believe, at 93. Mame Dennis, Life is a Banquet and Most Poor Suckers Are Starving to Death. And Humane was released on Blu-ray on December 5th, 2017. I have it. With an all-new HD remaster of the film and an audio track-only music of the film. So, this this amazing film that just, it spans. It goes from the 1920s to the 30s to the 40s. It is an epic. It's an epic comedy. There are not many of those. <laughs> and um, each scene ends almost like a Broadway moment where those, the, the, the set goes black and then it goes to the next scene. And it is it is an exquisite film. And I absolutely love it. It is one of my favorites. And uh, if we'll end tonight with, I mean, there's there's there there are moments from this film that are hilarious, heartfelt. Um, but I think if I had to, um, here we go. me anymore it's one of the saddest things how do you turn her off now where was i let me see the most important thing is to have a very good beginning now why don't you wait for your collaborator collaborator yes a friend of mine at school has arranged for a kind of editor to where were we well, now give us our last sentence again oh. My puberty in Buffalo was drab. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it, it has no majesty. Drab is such a drab word. Oh, how right you are, Brian. It has no afflatus. What about bleak? 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 How bleak was my puberty? Bleak Buffalo. There are so many. She's trying to write a book. And Agnes Gooch. She says Agnes Gooch is supposed to go on a date. And there's this really great moment where Auntie Mame says what she says so famously. You do have a bust. Where have you been hiding that all these months? What do you call those things? Peter Gott's fence. Oh, kick them off. Now, Agnes, you take off your clothes. No, no. Of what's going on. Now, Agnes, dear, 
I am sending you to that party tonight with Mr. O'Banion. I couldn't. I'm too nervous. This will calm you down. Oh, no. Spirits do the most terrible things to me. But I'm not the same girl. What's wrong with that? Will it mix with Dr. Pepper? He'll love it. Drink. Oh, Nora. Nora, go upstairs and get out my black pad to velvet. Eat only out all my cosmetics, my cold cream, eyeshadow, eyebrow pencils, everything. You see, me be Charlie of the Ritz. <laughs> Come, child. Oh, Mrs. Burnside, I think I know what you want me to do. I'm not a bit sure I want to do oh, it. Oh, Agnes, where is your spine? Here, you've been taking my dictation for weeks, and you don't get the message of my book. Live, that's the message. Live? Yeah. Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death now. Come on, Agnes, live. That's the most famous line in the film. You know, most poor suckers are starving to death now. Live. Life is a banquet. And as I said, it is... I almost said it was tattooed. It's not tattooed on my tablet. It's, well, no, it kind of is. It's engraved. (laughs) And I would do it again. (laughs) I wouldn't get the tattoo, but I would get, you know, the the tablet engraved. (sighs) Now in the book, and shout out to Joey, um, because he and I would discuss Auntie Mae. In the book, it says, most uh, life is a banquet and most poor sons of bitches are starving to death now live. So live. That's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I want you all to live. And I want you to... I mean, not everyone has to be bohemian, bohemian and have a colorful life like Auntie Mame and throw lavish parties and, you know, travel around in private jet. Well, she didn't... I don't think she had a private jet yet. <laughs> it was 1929, you know. Back then, if you rode in an airplane, you vomited afterwards. Um, but with Auntie Mame, it is not just a holiday film. It's a feel-good film. It perks you up. And that's one of the many reasons why I love it. I love everything about the film. Yes, there are some problematic moments in the film. Um, uh, for instance, you know, just the different characters and, um, Asian characters in film and, um, not making them a stereotype and, uh, with Ito, that's the thing right there. Um, and then there's no mention of the two lesbians in the, in the early scene where Auntie Mame is talking to Acacia's page and Patrick and Yeah. It's 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 a crazy world we live in. It's a crazy world. And as a filmmaker and as an artist, we have to acknowledge, you know, that film film hasn't always been inclusive. Some some people you, you don't know what inclusive means and um that's uh that's interesting and fascinating and but we need to wake up. You need to wake up. This is 2022, not 1922. Things have changed. So, as, you know, someone who loves films and loves music and 
I would lo- I love I loved introducing this film to people and telling them about this film. There are very few films that I do that with. But Anti-Mame is one of them. You it makes you laugh and it makes you cry and it makes you think. That really is the essence of a classic film. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>